Well, let's talk a little bit today to some single women. We've talked a lot to housewives, to homemakers, to women who have families and husbands to deal with. We don't talk enough to the single women. I know that. So it's about time that we did it. Today we're going to do that. And there are a lot of questions that single women ask, one of which is, how do I find a husband? Boy, if I hear that question once, I hear that one a hundred times too. Uh, in counseling at the center for 14 years, we've had a lot of single women come in, and they have all kinds of problems and all kinds of complaints and all kinds of difficulties they come with. But when we get down to it, that seems to be the problem beneath all the other problems for so many of them. And I know that's a real problem for many of you gals out there today. So let's talk a little bit about this matter of how do you find a husband. The Bible says, seek and ye shall find, and I think that applies to a husband as well as to anything else. You say, seek? Yes, seek. Seek in the right way, God's will in this matter, and the right man uh, for you. Now let's think about this a little bit. Matthew 19 is a critical passage on the question of the single life. If you remember in the first verses of that chapter, down through uh, verse, uh, oh, verse 9 or 10, uh, you have discussion of uh, marriage and divorce and how Jesus said that uh, divorce could not be allowed. And then the disciples who uh, heard that message from the Lord uh, and were startled by it because some of the teaching in their day taught that you could, uh, you could divorce your wife for burning the toast or... Uh, not turning the egg properly in the pan. But uh, they were so amazed in verse 10, they said to him, if the relationship of the man with his wife is like this, it's better not to marry. In other words, they say, man, if you're stuck with the same gal for life, you, you make a life commitment. That's a pretty serious business. Maybe better not to marry uh, at all uh, uh, than to marry the wrong one and then not be able to get out of it. Well, none of the... Uh, None of the apostles, by the way, ever lived up to that uh, statement that they made. That was just kind of talk at the moment, you see, because uh, it's very clear in the scriptures, as the uh, apostle Paul says uh, in verse 5 of 1 Corinthians 9, do we not have a right to take along a believing wife, even as the rest of the apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? So we know later on that all the apostles got married. So they weren't able to, uh, to uh, stand by that uh, comment that they made in this passage. But at this point, they're so startled that they begin to uh, think about the possibility of staying single if, if they're going to possibly get off on the wrong foot. And I suppose there are some women, as well as men, who have that attitude that, boy, if I'm going to have to make a life commitment, and I am as a Christian, according to the Scriptures, then uh, I, it'd be better maybe not to make any commitment at all than to make the wrong one. Well, if you make the right one prayerfully and you handle things God's way, you cannot make a wrong commitment. So uh, let's not think in those, along those lines. But let's think first of all today, and we'll go on in our next broadcast to deal with this matter a little bit more fully, uh, about whether you ought to be married. That's the first question that every single person needs to face. And in this Matthew 19 passage, the Lord Jesus went on to say in verses 11 and 12 these words. Not all people can accept this statement, that is, it's better not to marry, but only those to whom it has been given. In other words, it's not possible for everybody to live a celibate life or a single life. 
It's not desirable for all people to live that life. In fact, the rule is to get married. According to Genesis 2, it is not good for the man to be alone. So here we're talking about the exception to the rule, that for most people it is not good to be alone, and for most people marriage is the answer, is absolutely certain from the book of Genesis. But there are some, there are some who can accept the statement Jesus said that it is better not to marry. And he says that they are the people to whom the single life has been given. <clears throat> that is, God gives them a special gift to live as singles. Uh, this is something that has not been said very often in the scriptures, uh, from the scriptures in, uh, in preaching and so on. And yet it's very clearly here, and it's also in 1 Corinthians 7, 7, that, uh, where Paul says that some are given the gift of being single and some are given the gift of being married. And, and so this is something that's determined by God, <clears throat> a gift from God. And you're going to have to decide which gift he has given to you. So before you start looking for a husband, or before you start looking for a wife, if it happens to be a man listening in today, make it clear to yourself that there are some people who are singled out by God, we might say, for the single life. And you ought to ask yourself, before you go any further, whether you are one of those persons. Now let's listen to see what he says about those who are singled out for the single life. <clears throat> <clears throat> why they are singled out, why this gift has been given to them by God. Verse 12 says, There are eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb. That is, they were naturally eunuchs. And there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men. They were castrated, unnaturally made eunuchs. And there are also eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to accept this, let him accept it. And they, these, the third category, are supernaturally eunuchs. That is, God gives certain people the gift of the single life for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. In some way, at some times and in some places, God puts his hand on some people. And he brings to them the satisfactions, the fulfillments, the joys, and the possibilities of serving him with such fullness that this person can find all that he needs in life in the service of the Lord and really does not need the intimacy and the comfort and all the rest that others need in marriage. Now that's not for most of us, but for some God gives that gift. He singles out these people and so immerses them in his service and in his work that they find their satisfactions there and they find them completely and with joy serve him in the service of the kingdom of heaven. One of the tragedies is that so many single girls go spend their lives making money on careers that are outside of the work of Jesus Christ and his church. This is saying that if God has singled you out, he has singled you out for the single life so that you may serve him in a peculiar and special way. You ought to find your activities, your efforts, and your uh, time taken up by the Lord's work. You ought to find yourself immersed in doing something for the kingdom of, of heaven. And secondly, it says, he who is able to accept this, let him accept it. When God gives that gift to a person, he had better not sit around and feel sorry for himself, or she had better not join the, 
uh, pity parties held by the other single girls down in the at the uh, down uh, at the office, but she instead ought to rejoice in it, accept it, uh, reckon with the fact, and pour herself into being all that she possibly can, or all that he possibly can, for Jesus Christ and His work. And you know, it's interesting that the person who does get involved as a single person in the work of the Lord, and who does pour herself in to that work thinking that perhaps she has that gift of the single life, is the one who throws herself into contact with the best Christian men and becomes the kind of person who is most attracted to Christian men by becoming so deeply involved cheerfully in the Lord's work. And so she is likely to find a husband there and through that more than any other way. Lord, help single people to think about the possibility of the single life. For Christ's sake, amen.